0: Originality My name is Nick Singh Origin. Ew <laughs> Welcome to Autographs, my name is Nick Singh And just know, originality is on the horizon Let's That's go Cooking Good Lookings. We are back with another episode of Autographs. My name is Nick Singh. Thank you for being here. I'm actually excited about today's episode. It was taken a few years ago at a conference in San Francisco, California, called HustleCon. Uh, They were kind enough to have me interview some of the speakers that they had speaking that day backstage, and it was an incredible experience. And one of those speakers goes by the name of Max, and he co-founded a really neat company by the name of Grammarly. And at the time, I had no idea what Grammarly was, and I later went on to find out that it was the tool to get through university and write papers with and much more. Uh, All my friends would rave about it. It has saved all of our asses too many times to count. For those of you who don't know what Grammarly is, it's a grammar tool that you can, hence the name Grammarly, that you can plug into pretty much anything, be it Google Docs, Microsoft Word, automatically detects your punctuation, any grammar errors, any spelling errors. And it also offers new ways to form sentences, better ways to use punctuation, synonyms that could possibly be at play. The interesting thing about this interview is that we dive less into the mechanics of Grammarly because I just don't have the breath to nerd out with Max in that way. And we really go into the philosophies and understandings that he used to build the company. And I think a lot of what I got out of this conversation was a sense that uh, one in their journey to pursue whatever it is that you'd like, be it a business or be it a greater life, should be brave. And you should never underestimate yourself because until you try something, you'll rarely know whether or not you're able to really do it. I'm not going to spill the beans too much beyond that, but I do really feel inspired by his interview. Uh, It's very calm. He has a very interesting demeanor about him, but it's beautiful and it's very actionable. You can tell this is a gentleman who has much of his wisdom because of his experience in life so i think that you'll enjoy it probably more than i did and i hope that's true and if you do uh, please let me know i'd love to hear from you so please message me on instagram or wherever you can find me i'd love to hear and i'd love to chat without further ado i'll let you folks get into the episode enjoy it and i'll see you on the other side peace
1: Can I get you anything? Like, do you want like a coffee or water? I feel bad. Right? Uh, I'd love a bottle of water. Yeah, yeah cause to, uh, like I was just speaking and.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I was just about to say. Got to man. Yeah, yeah. Dry, I, yeah, yeah no, I figured, I figured, I figured, right? I asked you beforehand cause like we're about to talk and I was like, I don't want this to kind of... feel like he has, doesn't have water. Yeah, I
1: has had a bottle of water, like prepared backstage uh, for after speaking and just gone. <laughs> <So> no <worries laughs> somebody, right. somebody somebody, dude, they grabbed it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Do
0: you want some of those? I don't know, I'm just gonna bring okay, some. cool. Uh, so, I guess. Boom, 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 boom. It's gonna be fun, man. Yeah. So what was what was it like founding Grammarly?
1: Well, it was a wild ride. It yeah. it it included a lot of nice. interesting experiences, lots of learning. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it it just it was worth it without uh, regardless of outcome, actually.
0: Yeah, 100, yeah. man. I actually want to talk about that for a moment, right? It's interesting because Grammarly is such a unique platform, and it's so viable. I mean, when it comes to all that kind of stuff, but when you're first having the first versions of the idea, I want to call it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what were you experiencing? Because I mean, in my mind, to build something like that, it's a, it's a monotonous task. It's, it's very, very large in breadth, and it's yeah. very deep in depth. It requires everything. It's like when I think of Microsoft or even Word, I'm like, this thing is correcting every single one of my words. So the amount of like different programming needed for this is insane. When you started thinking along that, because I'm sure that crossed your mind, right? Mm -hmm. Like This is a big task. When you started encountering that, what was your mindset? Was it like, screw it, I can do it? Or like, I just gotta start, or it's not even that big. I mean, what were you thinking at the time?
1: We knew it was huge. We knew it was uh, humongous, and we were not sure it was possible. Uh, So we decided to try. And actually, it's funny, because my talk was about that, about how to kind of do something that's like, Seems too big to be be done. Impossible. Uh, Yeah, so we kind of trimmed it as much as possible for version one. Like we probably did one fiftieth of uh, our initial vision. So we trimmed it that much, and it was it was usable. Like our initial product was usable for the our initial market, which was very small market. We we intentionally picked up a niche that was most receptive to our product and build products specifically for them. So that allowed us to build it much, much smaller,
0: much, much simpler, and allowed us to bootstrap it. And that is incredible. So, you just, you just went into a face where she said, you know what, I'm going to do it. And regardless of it works, I'm just going to find a way. And I'm curious about kind of like the purpose behind it all because it's interesting. Building something like that requires one thing, I feel. And please correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong. And what it is, is it's an immense amount of purpose in what you're doing, right? And what really is it behind the actual platform that makes you want to get up and start working and keep working when the hours get late and the work gets difficult and it also starts to seem a little bit impossible at times? It's. Uh it's interesting. There are multiple things
1: that are working at, in concert there. Uh, one is just proving everybody wrong. It, it was uh, kind of something that drove me and my co-founder from the beginning. We just wanted to prove everybody wrong. We are originally from Ukraine. Um, kind of We lived in like 20, 30 bucks a month uh, for, for years. Uh, so it's like proving everybody wrong, proving that this is possible uh, was a big driver. And then also making the biggest possible impact. Uh, we knew that we were dealing with communication and everybody communicates, everybody. And uh, as we are, as people are moving from kind of manufacturing economy to knowledge economy, where people are not making things with their hands now, they're making knowledge with their heads, right? And that knowledge is writing. It's, it's put, it's put in, in text and documents and messages and also their productivity, their ability to collaborate together is also dependent on their ability to
0: communicate. My goodness, man, that that's deep. And I love the actual breath that you took it as is, to the point where everybody freaking communicates. You're yes. so right. And you know what? If you don't mind, I want to almost kind of, it was a touch and go thing. I want to touch on Grammarly, but now I want to go beyond that because I would really love to get in the philosophy behind you because you just said something interesting. You said there was a time where I was living off 20, 30 bucks a month. And that immediately made me think, oh my goodness, right? I mean, like the struggle, right? And the struggle of not just starting a business, but the struggle of doing something you want, right? Because the reality is that not everybody wants to start a business, right? Not everybody's an entrepreneur. So I want to speak to the human, right? I want to speak to the humanity of really doing what it is you want, whether it's working for somebody like Google, right? Or just working down the street from your house, whatever it is, or having a big company like yourself. I mean, what is it really behind what you do that is driving you and I I guess what I'm asking is this I mean like what do you feel like you're doing when you're doing what you want and what keeps you going? Because when you were living on 20 30 bucks a month, that must have been the most how, how did how and why did you keep on going? Um, well, there is no other
1: option. so basically you keep on going because that's the only thing you know and uh, yeah, that, that's that and you just try to do the best you can with it and it works, and then it works better and better and better, so you just get hooked to, to kind of success and to uh, making things better progressively, and that that just hope that never stops. Man, that's <laughs> awesome, I love that. Yeah. So,
0: you know what, I, I, I'm curious about this then too. Um, was there ever a point in your career where, and I'm sure this probably still happens sometimes, I don't know if you heard me ask Derek this, I don't know how, I, I apologize, by the way, for keeping you waiting, I, the Derek interview was oh, no worries. um but that being said, Um, I asked him a unique question, I said, was there ever a time when you wish you knew something, that you didn't, right, was there ever a time where you look back Mm -hmm. and just said, oh my goodness, I wish I knew this, right, I'm sure there was a few, but if you could pinpoint one and just speak on that for a moment, I would love to hear. Um, I think
1: the biggest one was just being braver and not second guessing yourself, because in many cases we, we, both my co-founder and I, were like, oh, we don't know how to sell, like we're not good salesmen, We, we, we won't be able to sell it. And then we start trying and it works and we do it. And and it's just like not a problem at all. Um and uh, I just want to share a story. Um, I'm not sure if it's relevant, but when we had our initial uh, previous company, which was dealing, doing plagiarism detection, we really admired uh, Blackboard, which is an educational technology company, especially their sales team. And we were like, "Oh, we want to be like them. We, we will never going to be like them. We'll never be able to afford sales team like them. So we, we, we're always going to be a small company." That, that's kind of was in the back of mind. We wouldn't not say it, but it was on, on back in the back of our mind. And then a couple years later, even like a year and a half later, Blackboard bought our company. And inside Blackboard, I was actually training their sales force because they were impressed with how we being a very small company sold to leading universities uh, out there.
0: Man, that is just incredible. It, it, it's so funny when something that used to be a weakness turns into yep. a strength without you freaking realizing it, right? So yeah, and,
1: and it, it it wasn't even a weakness. We just convinced ourselves it was. So that's and that that's that that's a big learning. Don't. Don't undermine yourself, don't convince yourself you cannot do something until you actually try. Yes,
0: 110, I I love that man, that's really motivating, so thank you for sharing. And the last question, I want to go right field, as I call it, in that I'm gonna ask you something I was totally freaking unrelated Mm -hmm. to anything we just spoke about. Hopefully throw you off a bit and give me a nice creative answer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And and, and what it really is is this, and um, it's what's your oh shit moment, you know, what's that moment when you're like, oh shit, you know, facepalm, what the frig am I going to do? I mean, there's so much stacked against me. The odds are against me. The people are against me. The market's against me. Everything's against me at this point. And for me to win in this situation seems near to impossible. But clearly you made it because you're sitting here with me and you just finished a great talk outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk to me about that oh shit moment, that moment where it seemed like all all love was lost. But for some reason, something inside of you woke up and you figured it out.
1: Hmm. You know, it's, it's hard to think of any because... Um, it's funny because if you are on a kind of steep trajectory and doing something that's more difficult and more exciting progressively everything in the past seems like insignificant like I'm, I'm just thinking about my mistakes and my struggles like three four years ago and it's like oh really I, I was worried about that so so now it's just so hard to pick up pick out that moment I think uh, I'm kind of tend to focus on the most recent stuff because it, 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 it seems just so more dramatic and so, so much bigger than anything
0: before. Man, that is terrific. Um, that's everything. I wanna, like Usually these are pretty quick and I just want to thank you for your time. Honestly, Max, you've been terrific. So thank you, yeah. man. I really, thank really you. appreciate it all. Thanks that's for having